First of all, guys, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all right now. I don't know what Aaron got going on, but we over here. Whoosh, just bang, kicking down. We kicking down doors on this Basin Friday episode because apparently my man Aaron got Patrick Sweezy in the background. Roadhouse. <laughs> I don't know why he got Roadhouse. But hey, I guess Patrick Sweezy is going to join us on this episode today. But of course, ladies and gents, you guys already know who it is. It's the Bad Boys of Podcasting. Without further ado, it's yours truly, Mr. Funkadelic Jones. Funkadelic Jones here. And I'm going to go ahead and pass it to the legendary man himself, <laughs> Roadhouse. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Aaron Ford Setti. Make sure you check us out on all streaming services and on YouTube, where you can see our new bodyguard, Patrick Swayze, protecting us from the haters. You know, we say we want to smoke every episode. You know, some people want to throw hands. Now with Patrick around, cause we got Roadhouse. We got Roadhouse in the building. I'm not even gonna lie to you. After seeing after the dirty dancing, I think I can beat Patrick. <laughs> hey, look, nobody puts baby in the corner. I th- I think I could. When y'all hold girls up, I, I think I can beat Patrick. I ain't gonna lie, I think I can beat. I don't get how Roadhouse tough you think you are, man. Unless you Texas Roadhouse tough, I don't want any of that foolishness, bro. Hey, man, he tough and he's sensitive. You know what I mean? He could dance. Now, I... What, he Russell Wilson now, man? Hey, look, man. <laughs> he, paved the way, he paved the way for Russell Wilson's other world. You know, be tough. Be sensitive. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like this, man. He get dirty when he fight. And he danced dirty too. I can still be Patrick Swayze. I don't <laughs> give nobody say. I don't, hey, I don't give nobody say. I, I feel like I can be Patrick Swayze. Really? How you how you gonna fight a ghost though? I'll figure it out. <laughs> this man. <laughs> I'll figure it out. This man gonna be fighting Patrick Swayze. Everybody's gonna see him punching the air. You're the only one who see Patrick. I mean that joke just like ah ah ah. Okay, Pat. Okay, Pat. I see you. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, Pat. Okay. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, Pat. Ah, ah. They're like, Pat, what are you doing? I'm fighting Patrick Swayze. Nigga, what? They're like, wait, what? You yeah, fighting man. who? Imagine getting roundhouse kicked by a ghost, man. I, I just have to call it a day. I'm like, son, leave me alone. Yeah, I, I think I'll I think I'll probably just retire altogether from just everything and like, what happened, man? I got roundhouse by a ghost. Yeah, man, I can't come into work today. <laughs> I got ran out by ghosts. <laughs> you want like you like like just imagine just imagine like imagine you trying to take a girl out and be like, we should go out sometime. I can't. I got ran out by ghosts. Why you got those sunglasses? <laughs> I, I got ran out by ghosts. I got ran out by ghosts. What? So do you like me? I mean, I do, but <laughs> I can't do nothing about it because I got ran out by ghosts. Let me see your ass. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, you know how red from Friday looking bad? Mine look worse. I ain't never knew a, a, a ghost can roundhouse kick the hell out of you like that. So I'm cool. I'm cool. I was going for the uppercut. You know, he just, he caught me. I thought I thought one to fight Mike Tyson was bad. But then till I, till I fought the ghost of Patrick Swayze, he roundhouse kicked me. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm gonna just be in the gym from sundown to sundown, learning how to do martial arts and karate. Cause uh, got roundhouse kicked by a ghost. Nah, you gotta be <laughs> in that train station, learn how to pluck pennies. 
You know what I'm saying? I think I'm like I think my extensive training is just gonna be on the tracks of like New York subways and just run behind the train. <laughs> That's it. That's a train I'm, just, I'm just run behind the train. I'll be like, they like, where you at? I think I'm in Manhattan. Where'd you start? Somewhere in Queens. So in Queens. shoot, I can do that. We can do that right in the DMV. They be like, where you at? Where's your avenue? Where'd you start at? Ask the room. Damn. Oh boy. <sighs> Getting this workout in, but let's get out to our five minute rant. What you got for the people? I don't have nothing for the people. I don't have nothing for the people. I've been working my ass off. The fact that I'm about to, first of all, the fact that I'm about to turn 29, money on my mind, still in the grind. Ladies, I'm still looking fine. Uh-oh. That's, that's, the, that's what we're going into right now. I don't care what nobody sees. 29, still on the grind out here. It's going to be a, it's going to be a big boy summer out here. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a big money summer out here. That's what we're gonna do. You feel what I'm saying? Big, big money, money summer. Big money summer out here. I'm coining that too. Big money summer out here. God oh. damn, even the, the patented trademark office can't hold me down. So big money summer. Huh. <laughs> we out here. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I still mean, that's very wrong. I ain't gonna do that. But big money summer. I feel like I feel like Method Man on Soul. Like, oh, hundred million dollars. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, man, it's gonna be a big money summer. I'm trying to tell y'all. I guarantee it. I put my foot on it. And if y'all don't like it, oh well. It's gonna be a big money summer. Y'all ain't gonna hear from old Funk. Funk will just be in his bag all summer. Yeah. Trying to tell you, I'm in my bag all summer. Trying to take a girl out, and that's it. That's all I'm be doing. Big money summer. And be in my bag. That's it. I might not even be on social media. Now I'm talking too much trash. <laughs> but, <laughs> talking too much trash. But, big, big money summer. BMS. BMS. One <laughs> letter all. BMS. 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 <laughs> hey, look, at this point, you got to get the t-shirt. Just in time for summer. I'm, a, I'm trying to tell, I'm about to get that custom made. BMS, big money summer. Let it be December though. Why you get that on? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> We're going to change the BMW, big money winter. <laughs> <laughs> big money, big money fall. <laughs> and look, you just get a white shirt, you just draw a letter on the end. I'm trying to tell you, big money fall, big money winter. I'm going to be in the cut. Y'all ain't gonna find old phone. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be out of here. Y'all ain't gonna find me. I'm trying to tell you, I'm walking out this year with too much money, <laughs> too much hey, power. Man. I'm on top of the world. Now, I'm just playing though, man. I do work a lot, man. You know, my legs hurt, my back hurt, my calf hurt, my uh -oh. shin hurt, chiropractor, <laughs> my elbow hurt. <laughs> This man been through a this man been through a fight. Talk about Patrick Swayze. This man. Hey, 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 man. You know, it's it's hard out here, man. So, you might even catch me in DC, boy. I don't even like going to DC. I might be in DC. I might be at these five-star restaurants. You might see me start doing white people stuff. 
just be at the National Mall just because. Just walk around. This is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. This is nice. I like this. Look at the cherry blossoms. <laughs> well, look at those cherry blossoms. You want to go get in the little boats in the water? Make sure you grab your life jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, but... I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> nah, like, recently, for me, like, Fight Club, right? Speaking of punching and kicking, Fight Club. First time I seen Fight Club uh, was actually a week ago. I decided, you know what? Everybody talk about this movie. Never seen it, heard about it. So I watched Fight Club. And I was like, wait a minute. Let me watch it with some food because I wasn't really paying attention to the beginning. And you know, when you watch food while you're watching TV, you concentrate better. So I was watching Fight Club. My consensus by the end of the movie, it was I. I, I, I didn't get it. You know, I, I didn't really understand it. I'm going to tell you like this, right? Roll House is a legendary movie for everybody. But Fight Club, Fight Club's a white people movie. Like only white people would think Fight Club is good. It's a white people cult classic. It, it's a white people WPCC. It's a WP white people cult classic. I put it like yeah. this. I, I put it like this. Even though I only seen Fight Club like once, I couldn't even tell you about it because I, I think I only I seen it. Long time ago, I, I couldn't even remember having a movie at this point. All I know is what, all I know is like what happens in Fight Club stays in Fight Club. That's like a little famous line on there. But you got movies like Fight Club. For us, would be movies like The Last Dragon. Yeah. Right? That's a black people cult classic, The Last Dragon. So you put those in the same, you put those in like the, you got the black cult classic. And the, the white coat. Any man like any 70s, y'all remember during the 70s when like it was nothing but them pure black movies like Shaft and all those. Those are black people cult classics. Superfly, Car Wash, uh, like Claudine, all the movies. Uh, what's the what's the other the Coolie High? All those are black people cult classics. So Fight Club is a white, like Fight Club. Uh, uh, the Breakfast Club. Uh, was it like Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink, and all those? I've seen, I've seen all these movies, ladies and gents. I've seen, <laughs> all right, I've sat and watched with my mom. Don't judge me, guys. Don't judge me. I've seen all resident these movie expert. You know, I've seen all these, but those are like white people classics. So we got our classics. They got their classics. That's, That's how we it. I'm gonna leave that. That's it, man. But I'm gonna tell you like this: movies like that, white people call classics. But The Matrix, Matrix Universal. <laughs> so we're gonna get to our episode, and we're gonna talk about imposter syndrome. Now, what is imposter syndrome? A lot of people have misconceptions about what it is, what it could be, how it affects you. So imposter syndrome, in a nutshell, is when you don't feel qualified to do something you want to do. For example, you know, maybe you want to be a singer, but you don't feel qualified because you hear other people sing. You're like, dang, you got these, you know, you, you got these Jasmine Sullivan's out here, you know, 
you you got these Beyonces out here, whoever else has gorgeous voices, and you like me, 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 me. No, I can't do this. But you a great singer. So that's what it is. I want to know anything you've done in your life, sir funkiness. Have you what's your experience with what's your experience with this, with imposter syndrome? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, oh. yeah, it's a serious question. Okay. All right. Yeah, cool. news reported delay. Okay. 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 <laughs> Thank uh, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, me not being qualified for things in life, I'm going to be real with y'all. I probably ain't been qualified for half of the things I've done in life. But at the end of the day, you want to know what makes me qualified for? I, I don't want to steal Nike's quote, just getting your ass up and going to go do it. That's what made me qualified for. Because at the end of the day, we all can sit back and say, and say, I don't think I'm qualified for this. I don't think I'm qualified. Well, if you don't think you're qualified, you got about 100,000 people behind you. Like, okay, you don't, you don't think you're qualified? All right, you go ahead and step to the side. I'm going to go ahead and take your spot since you don't think you're qualified. No. So, do I think I'm qualified at most things? No. But what makes me qualified at doing it? I just, I just do it. That's what makes it better. Because are, are we qualified to be podcasters? No. But we go out and do it. <laughs> I, I try to be a Twitch streamer. I've seen a lot of people Twitch stream. Trust me, believe, I wasn't even scratching the surface compared to them dudes. They was out there doing something. Only thing I had was entertainment. They was out there doing body and cast. I was like, well, damn, should I stop? Because uh, I ain't nowhere near creating content. Do we, We've been creating content for years. I've been creating content as well. Do you think we qualify content creators? No. But at the end of the day, we just get up and go do it. That's what it is. That To, to anybody realize it, the point of it before I came to earn is you never know unless you try. The worst thing you can do in life is you try and it don't work. That meant that way you move on to something else. Or if, it, if you try and it fails, you that way you can go back, revise, and then be like, okay, what could I do better this time around? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do I uh, and, and before I came to earn one more time, I'm gonna be real with y'all. We ain't gonna just talk about jobs and hobbies and all that. Do I think I was qualified for most relationships that I've been in? No, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you just did it. Some work, some fail, and we keep it moving. It's simple as that. But Patrick and Aaron, the floor is yours. I digress. Right, right, right. All right. All right. Patrick said that he's always qualified. Oh, shit, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick told me to tell, tell you and the people he's always qualified in Row House. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you about myself. You know, of course, you know, it's just like with anything, you know, just like Funkadelic said, the only thing you can do is just do it. You know, that's our quote, you know, Nike. Don't sue us, but you know, just just for the episode, we're gonna use that quote. As far as out here trying to do things, 
you have to really be a student in life. You really have to always try to learn something new. That's the only way you get qualified. So like you see these people who are superstars and all these people who are all over TV. Where did they start? That's what you got to ask yourself. Where did they start? They started from a place just like you. Started from nothing. And they kept at it. And they learned how to get better, how to improve. Now they're superstars. Like one thing you can do when you have these big YouTubers, they got a little section on YouTube where you can go and reverse the order of the videos so you can see one of their first videos. Their videos are grainy. Their videos, you, you could tell the difference in how they talk. You got people out here who are like, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to my channel. And you see the first videos, they're like, yo, what's good, y'all? Yo, welcome to my channel. Um, We got a new video here. And you see the difference. And over time, like if you really watch somebody for a long time, you see that evolution, you see their growth. So with that, all you got to do is you don't have to be prepared. You're never going to be ready. But you got to get ready. I like how you mentioned student of the game. Let's 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 take that one phrase right there, and I'm about to break it down for y'all, man. Student of the game. He nailed it on the coffin because you got to realize as time goes on, we all become we all start as students, and we eventually become the teacher. People don't realize that. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at you look at me and Ern, we're still students because why? There's a generation before us. That's what we learn from. And then, but we're also teachers because Ern has little sisters. I have little cousins that's probably like 15 something years younger than me. And they learn from, they learn from myself. They learn from my sisters. They learn, because they learn from us because we are a lot older than them. So again, we're that generation in the middle. You know, for them, they they don't, for like our little, for his little sisters and my little cousins, they don't have nobody, they don't have nobody to be the the teacher to, not yet. But 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 they look up to, again, they, they're all their students as well, because they got myself, they got Aaron, they got they got their parents and, and everybody so forth. So we're always gonna be in the middle of trying to learn. And this is why I always say the key thing to life is adapting. That's the key word to life here, ladies and gents, adapting. Because you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot stick sometimes with the same thing because at the end of the day, you will get lost in the shuffle. You got to realize time goes on. Things change. So you have to adapt to the change. Okay? You have to adapt to it. That's just the way life works. All right, y'all see how a new iPhone come out every month, uh, every year? Y'all see how a new Android phone come out every year? Y'all see how we start with the big block cell phones to the flip phones to the razors? It's like now phones, now phones is basically a computer. You don't even need a laptop. For real, for real, you don't need it. You can do a lot of things just right off your phone. So you gotta realize as time goes on. So you have to also always study because there's something new happening and for myself before I pass it back to Earn, I too am not only a student to the people before me but to the generation behind me 
Because you can learn a lot from them. The way they be doing videos, the way they be creating content, the way they be doing certain things, you just be like, I'm about to adapt some of that into some of my content creative. I'm about to, you can, you can still learn a lot from them. Just because I'm older than them don't mean I'm just going to be like, <laughs> nobody doing that. Like, that's some young people stuff. True. But if you think about it like this, you you can cater to an older crowd, sure. But if you want to you want to appeal to a younger generation, you might want to start adapting and and kind of incorporating what the younger YouTubers and, and TikTokers you might want to start adapting to what they be doing. You might want to start. I'm not saying steal because you know in this generation, y'all take things very serious about it. like oh you copying them. It's not necessarily copying. It's taking some. It's, it's taking what they do and and flip it and kind of. Making your own sauce, you know what I'm saying. Now you're doing everything they doing word for word and content, content, okay. word for word, bar for bar, still my whole. You know what I'm saying? They're not stealing, but if you if you take because again, everybody, I don't say everybody steals, but everybody takes something and use it and flip it. Everybody yeah. does. Everybody does it. Okay, how many rappers you think stole from Biggie? How many rappers you think stole from Nas and Jay Z? And Rock Kim and Big Daddy Kane and J. Cole and how many and Drake and how many people you think stole from these people? Yeah. And incorporated into their style. So that's why you've seen a lot of people, oh, he sounds like oh his, he got Drake flow. Cause he probably listened to Drake and incorporated some Drake and now that goes into his flow. Now, you feel what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, there's always room to uh, to adjust. And to learn and to grow. I, I say with that, uh, it's like this saying where it's like hard work beats talent when talent doesn't do the work. Right. So one thing you can pick it up, pick up on that you see in a lot of like music and movies, a lot of these people are pretty average. They just work hard. That's the difference. Cause you can have somebody who's super talented and don't do anything, don't exercise their talents. You got somebody who's average who puts in the work. Like it, it's with anything. Like you could talk about the job. You look at like a job that pays two hundred thousand dollars. You're like, oh, I'm not qualified for it, even though you got all the skills. But you got somebody average. Who says, all right, how am I going to get that job? I need to learn this, this, this. I'm going to dedicate the time. Then I end up getting a job. And you could say the same thing about relationships. Like, you you see the, the fine, super fine girl with this average-looking guy. you like, how we get her? So, like, everybody's like, oh, I never have a girl like that. He like, all right, what's she like? She like this, this, this. So I'm going to do this, this, this. And then I'm going to end up getting her. So when it comes to imposter syndrome with anything, bottom line, all, all I really say about it is you really just got to go for it. You really just got to go for it. Make it happen. You know, you're never going to be ready. So to be the best, you got to put the work in. I don't care what nobody say, guys, because I'm glad he brought up average because, yes, there are a lot of, actors and actresses you just be like it's like they're acting subpar they get a lot of roles but you like let's be real they're subpar 
that's a you can tell the actors and actresses that really take time to dedicate to their craft. You can tell. You know, Angela Bassett take time to dedicate to her role. Hell, Samuel Jackson take time to dedicate to his role. Him, Denzel Washington, like I understand those are like legends in the game, but you can just tell just by how they act, you can be like, yo, they take their work very seriously. But then you got some actors and actresses who just, they get on a TV show and they just be like, eh. It's like, they play a little role, it's all right, and then they go about their day. You know, this is why some of those actors and actresses, they disappear from Hollywood so quick. Cause it's just like, like they, they, don't, they don't work on their skills. They literally be like, all right, I'm gonna stay in this box. I'm gonna keep doing this. And then once Hollywood or somebody catch on to it, they're like, like we can't really do much with them. That's why they get left. That's why they get dumped off. And like, ah, well, <sighs> can't do really much with them. They kind of skills is limited over here. All right, cool. So that's why I'm saying like, to be the best, you got to work your ass off. I don't care what profession, what it is that you do, you got to work your ass Oh, I don't care if you are being a podcaster, a, a, a delivery driver, okay? I don't care if you're trying to be an actor, an actress, a content creator, YouTuber, TikToker. I don't care if you're trying to be a CEO in a company. I don't care if you're trying to be a professional wrestler. I do not care. To be the best, yo, you got to be showing like, yo, I, I want this. I'm going to work my way to the top. I'm going to be the best of the best at what? It is that I do. Doesn't matter what it is, I'm gonna be the best at it. That's the mindset you need to have. Cause if you just going into it like, well, got me a paycheck, or oh, well. So that's why, and that's what again too, before I kick back and earn, that's why a lot of employees get passed over for jobs. I'm gonna just say. I'm going to say it right here on this show. That's why y'all get passed over for jobs. When you go into work and you just go in with the, I'm just here for a paycheck, it shows. Jobs look at you and be like, oh, he got that. It's just a paycheck mentality. All right, cool. We ain't going to promote them because this ain't nothing but a paycheck. But when you go in there and I'm talking about like you bust your ass every day. Now, granted, you get passed over. That's cool. When you move on, that's their loss. Is either they gonna promote you or you gonna move on? That's the only choice they got. But if they choose to pass you over, cool. When you gone, now they hurt you. See, see the ultimate, see, see, see the ultimate thing we got going on here. Like, oh, we gonna go with somebody else. All right, that's cool. I got a better opportunity over here. Why are you leaving? Y'all ain't gonna clearly use my skills, so I'm gonna take my skills over here. Yeah, good luck with the. I'm just here for a paycheck guy. I'm here for a paycheck, girl. I'm just saying. Right. I'm saying, though. Yeah, I, I just say that. And it, it goes right along with our next topic, you know, saying realistic goals and what you said about, you know, putting the work in and hard work. And when it comes to setting realistic goals, it's more about what do you know that you've proven to do that you can succeed at? So, like, if you were trying to learn a new martial arts, 
but you know you ain't got no patience. You know you procrastinate. You ain't going to take the time to learn, right? Or like a new instrument or learning how to become a better rapper, right? So like a common goal for a lot of people, want to be rappers, some that we know. Everybody in the DMV want to be a rapper, but not everybody in the DMV going to the shows. Not everybody in DMV going to like happy hours and meeting people and connecting. Instead, they sitting at home on somebody else's social media page, click putting their little link under other people's page. So setting realistic goals like, yo, I want to be this uh, level rap star like uh, Kanye, or I want to be Kendrick or J. Cole or Drake, but you ain't putting that kind of work in. So it's like, I, I want to, I, and I know you talk about putting the work in, but I want you to elaborate on this. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> ah, give me some water. Ah. <laughs> Say, ah. Ah. Do you remember All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. It is nothing worse than life than when I hear a, I want to do this person, but don't got no follow up behind it. It ain't nothing worse in America. And I don't want to say hate because at the end of the day, I don't hate nothing in this life. But I do. I don't like things, though. You cannot sit right here and tell me. I, I cannot take you serious if you're going to sit right here and tell me what you want to do, but you don't never get up and get, you don't never want to get up, get out and go get it. You're really going to keep telling me I want to I want to be a rapper. OK, are you writing something? Are you looking for beats? What type of beats are you going to use? Is this your is this your type of flow? Mm, you can't do this new drill style. How about old school? Mm, that might don't work for you. How about you do some 2000 rap? Okay, you kind of found the sound. How, are you doing any of those things? If not, then you must not really want to be a rapper. Same thing with an actor. Like, yo, you, you're not practicing your craft. Are you practicing how to cry? Are you, are you learning how to be serious? Like, are you practicing these things? If not, you clearly don't want to be an actor or an actress. Same thing with being anything in life. Content creator. Are you learning how to edit? Are you learning how to do different scenes? Are you learning how to do trust and believe? I've been in this joke editing, trying to learn how to chop up videos all goddamn day. All I'm day long. I've been in that joke like, I'm like, let me slide this back with me. That I want to add this in here. I've been here trying to perfect it. You know, sometimes my videos don't need a lot of editing, but that ain't the point. But it's, it's, not about, it's not about what you want. It's about what are you going to do to go get it? Because at the end of the day, you cannot sit right here and tell me in my face what you want to do, but you ain't making no... But if you sit there like, oh, man, I'm trying to be a YouTuber, but you just steady sitting in the house watching TV. You ain't recording not one YouTube video. That's what I'm going to tell y'all right now. You got a hundred people behind you, thousands and thousands and thousands of people behind you. Something that you don't want to do, somebody's already doing. They coming right behind your ass too. They coming right behind you. While you sit at home to myself, man, I I want to I want to start doing TikTok. You got people already ah TikTok and every new sound they ah they they jamming they. They trying to get views, likes, everything. 
You right. sitting there just like, ah, Kyle, man, I don't know what type of TikTok to do. You be on TikTok all day. Use one of them sounds. Use it. Yeah, use them sounds. I, I say I say this, and just there's a difference between imposter syndrome, what we talked about before, and not being realistic. Because imposter syndrome, at least you can overcome that once you gain some confidence. That's a confidence issue. But when it comes to not being realistic, you just lying to yourself. You you just sitting here. You're like, oh, I'm a I'm gonna be a millionaire at 21. What are you doing to become a millionaire at 21? First of all, I don't know a lot of people who are millionaires at 21. And you got people who say, oh, by this age I want to do this. By that age I want to do that. So what happens if you don't hit that goal? What are you going to do? Is your world over? Are you going to die? <laughs> are you going to roll under a rock like Patrick? Not Swayze, not Swayze, but Patrick Starr. But anyway, are you just going to roll over, just curl up because you didn't get the job done? Nah, you're going to keep getting in it. And that's the whole fact of life. Like, you you always going to try to aim for that. So as far as saying realistic goes, you work on proof. You don't, you, you don't sit here and say, oh, I'm going to try to do something huge I've never done before. You, you sit here, your proof, like if you want to be out here and you want to star in the movie, I know I'm entertaining. I never acted in the movie, but I know I'm entertaining. That's the proof you need. <laughs> That's the proof you need. I'm out here. I want to become a singer that's on billboard. I got a great voice. That's the proof you need. As far as writing songs, you can learn that. As far as the hooks and all the melodies, you can learn that. So as far as putting the work in that you need to do, I tell you like this, anything is possible and you can do it, but you gotta be realistic with yourself. Don't lie to yourself, but apply yourself. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Let me tell you why. Because I'm going to take an area that seems to be my area of expertise in sports. Let's say to, to the NFL. There is seven rounds in the draft. You get drafted in the sixth round, seventh round. And as a matter of fact, I'm not going to use that analogy. I'm going to go ahead and just break. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady, my man got drafted all the way in the back. My man got his shot, made it happen. I personally don't like Tom Brady, but guess what? My man got his opportunity, one of the all-time greats. I mean, we we, we can sit right here and say all day long, like, oh, man, Tom Brady, Tom Tom Brady, one of the all-time greats. My man was picked. You talking about... First overall, which is the person that got the most hype, and then you got some just just average white dude picked in the sixth round, turned out to be the greatest quarterback of all time. How you do that? Let's look at another story. John Morant with the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant played at a school that half of us don't even know. Murray State. 
I've looked at a lot of people probably listen. A lot of people listening while I'm talking about something. Don't when you watch college basketball, do anybody turn on the TV and be like, is Murray State playing today? No. <laughs> no, they don't. They worry about Duke, North Carolina, Ohio State, the big powerhouse schools, so on and so forth. Ain't nobody worrying about Murray State. Nobody even care about Murray State. But guess what? Where did, where did John Moran get picked at in the NBA draft? Number two overall. Number two, because why? He put the work in, all right? So when you are almost like an athlete, same thing, baseball, everything. Baseball is a little bit different. They might send you down to the minors before you even get your shot. But, but hey, go out there, throw them, like, hit them home runs, strike them people out. When you get that call, yo, you ready. Same thing with the NBA. They might, you might get, you might get picked in the second round. You might not even get drafted. They send you to the G League. You show up in the G League, you get called up. When you get, I don't care if you play seven minutes a night. I don't care if you go out there and get just four assists and six points. You go out there and show the coach, I can do more if you give me a little bit of time. God damn it. Same thing with the same thing with the with the NFL. 53, 53 man roster. You got picked in the seventh round. In the seventh round. Or you get put on the practice squad. The moment somebody go down, you get your shot. Man, I don't care if you play wide receiver. I don't care if you play, I don't care if you play offensive line, running back, and no matter. You play running back. I don't care if you go out there and get 40 yards the whole game. Look at the least the coach will lose you, but like, yeah, you know, get him some more carries. He got a little promise. I like that. I like that. Well, I receive the same thing. Like, he need to work on a little bit of his footwork. But other than that, you know, he got some potential. I like that. You go out there and show you how you seize the moment. Yeah. That's it. You seize the opportunity. It don't matter when and where. Just know when your number is called, you answer. Because opportunities don't come around every day. They really don't. They don't. And that, that's the perfect thing. I would say Tom Brady is a good example mm-hmm. of realistic goals and just doing what it takes to get ahead. You know, this tall, white, pasty, lanky guy became so legendary in football because he did. He, he showed up every day. He did the work. He put the time in and everything he got, you know, whether we like him or not, he earned it. Can't be mad at that, but as far as this, I'm gonna end like this. As far as realistic goals are concerned, again, anything is possible. You know, if you know you can get it, if you really want it bad enough, rip open that shirt, show that S on your chest, turn into Superman or Supergirl, and get to work. Nothing but time and opportunity, y'all. Well. In the words of in the words of Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Hey, we need the green confetti. That's what I'm saying. All, that's all I'm gonna say, man. If you around me, you better be ready to work. That's all I tell anybody. You better be ready to work because you're not gonna be riding my success. You better be ready to work. Because if I get if I get up and work seven days a week. And you only working two, I'm gonna look at you like you're crazy. 
Because I'm like, I'm working seven days a week to make things happen. You only working two, you only working two days, three hours a day. You better be ready to work around me. That's a good point. Otherwise, you're gonna get and then and then it's crazy because like people like that will be they'll be the quick ones like, oh, you changed. No, I didn't. I just work a lot. You don't work. That's what the problem is. They be so quick. Oh, you changed. Oh, you changed. Nah. It's just, it's just your hustle ain't the same as my hustle. Your drive ain't the same as my drive. So now our drives are unbalanced. Now you looking at it like, oh, you changed. You changed. I didn't change. I just, I, I just got goals that I'm trying to get. You just got goals that you just talking about. I'm actually trying to go get them. You just technically you did change. You just got better. I mean, true. <laughs> but they make it true. But they may seem like you change as in like you be just became like, oh, you changed. The money changed you. You sold out. Nah. Again, I got goals that I'm trying to reach. You got goals that you just talking about. There's a complete difference. I mean, I'm yeah, yeah, the money changed me. You see this shape up, man? You know what I'm saying? We looking better out here. Cut the clothes and money changed me, damn it. It's like, nah. <laughs> Fresher threads. New I'm whips. just saying, man. You can't walk in a business meeting with your junk look all rough. <laughs> I got sponsors, damn it. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just playing. I'm, just, I'm playing, y'all. I'm playing. I'm playing. Hey, man. The people in the front office, they, they they real serious over here about this, man. You know, the people in the front office, you know, they might hold my check because I come into work a certain way. Now I'm just I'm just, I'm messing with y'all. I'm messing with y'all. Nah, but shout shout out to people, you know, shout out to friends. If you got some friends who don't make you uncomfortable, you know, you, you might need some new ones. I say like this, when I say uncomfortable, I mean, when it comes to goals, you know, when it comes to moving, when it comes to make making moves, you know, if you're around them and they always doing something and you're like, oh, I don't know, you move a little fast to me. Are they? Mm-mm. Are they really? So if someone's always working, it shouldn't discourage you, but encourage you. It should inspire you. And you know, that's, that's how you elevate each other. You know, you make each other great. So all I'm going to say about this, man, is Row House. <laughs> I'm going to end it on that note. <laughs> Row House. <laughs> Before we get up out of here, you got anything else you want to tell the people? I do just boom! Row House. <laughs> we kicking out another episode today. Roadhouse. The only difference between me, I'll be cool like you know one of them dudes from the seventies with the with the little blowout. They got slick the hair back. Good. Ah, Roadhouse. <laughs> ah, Roadhouse. My guy kept my guy carry a candle like oil chain too. Be like just boom. Roadhouse. <laughs> no, I mean I got hair, so you know I might have to let my soul glow. You know my drip, my Jared curl. Row house. Just let your soul <laughs> row house. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it's your boy Aaron from the city. And of course, it's yours truly chopping down another episode, Mr. Fong with Deli Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and we are out of here. Peace. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs>